Armchair Detectives. Hi, I'm Rebecca. I'm Sarah. And I'm Allie, and you're listening to Desk Chair Detectives. Um, well, hi, guys. Hello. Hi. How's life? Little do you know, we've been already talking for two hours before we <laughs> press record. Yeah. Just need to talk shit really quick. Now we're Just good, like though. venting session. Yeah. 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 Fine. Well, are you guys ready for my story? Born. born... Oh. <gasps> oh no! Whoa, whoa, whoa! This is some creepy stuff already. Get out of my brain! <laughs> We're so delusional. I'm I sorry. feel like this is gonna be one of those episodes where you guys are gonna be in sync with a lot of what Hopefully, you say. I don't want to be on Rebecca's unsync on the, side. On the count, on the <laughs> on the count of three. Let's say the first word that pops into our head. Let's All say. of us? Okay. No, just, like re- okay. Ready? So I'm going to be off. One. Okay. Two, one. <laughs> one. Two. Three. Apple. Okay. So we're not on Maybe the not. Same. Maybe not. We'll see if Did it happens. Did you say Allie? I was going to say orange. Oh. But oh, I was- well, you said at- I said boogers. <laughs> I mean, all three things that are ingested by the human body. We'll try again at the end. We'll, we'll do yeah, one more yeah, at the yeah. end. Um, just like quick apology to anyone listening to this. We're going to get into the story now. Okay. So we're coming back around Halloween. So I yes. thought, you know, I would try to get a little creepy, a little spooky. I've definitely heard this one before. I'm sure you guys have too. It's the main reason why our parents always check our candy <gasps> besides them stealing our candy <laughs> when we go trick-or-treating. I'm going to tell you about the man who killed Halloween. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. I'm so excited to hear this. Have, you guys have heard this one, right? No. No? Well, I know what. Well, like, like, like razor blades in candy right yeah okay I so I I heard that but I don't know like so that's the whole that's where so this yeah this is like pretty much like the origin story like that it I guess everyone got scared of that's crazy I thought it wasn't like I didn't think it was like one man that did it I thought it was just like a oops it's like an old wives tale some people put razor blades in their yeah so like look out Yeah. yeah it's definitely like an old like old tale even before this happened and I think this just escalated it and that's why when we were I know when I was kids my my parents would check my candy yeah <laughs> damn okay so it's 1974 you had some spooky music someone start making ghost noises it was like well, <laughs> 19, 19, 1974 I thought of like get down Oh, okay. kind of like set the set the oh, scene, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. We could do that. Okay, insert the boogie music. <laughs> okay, nineteen seventy four. It's the night of Halloween. Ronald Clark O'Brien is getting ready to take his children trick or treating in Pasadena, Texas, on a cold, damp night. Though he typically hadn't shown interest in previous years, this year he had been eager to take his kids trick-or-treating. 
Ronald and his wife, I have no idea how to pronounce her name. I should have looked that up. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, it's, you know, that's I'm going to butcher it. We just roll with it on Death I'm gonna, Detectives. I'm just not even going to mention her name because should I? You can no. get this part out. Who cares? She's not really a huge factor in this. I mean, she is, but like, she's not a perpetrator. Okay. So Ron's wife. So Ronald and his wife have two children, Timothy, who's eight years old at the time, and Elizabeth, who's five. Ronald worked as an optician at the Texas State Optical. I didn't finish that word. <laughs> oh, strong start. Song. We're feeling so good. <laughs> uh, and he was a deacon at the Second Baptist Church where he sang in the choir and ran a local bus program. Oh. Is he going to be a bad guy? Are you getting getting spooky feelings? He's he's the one that puts razor blades in candy? I thought he was the one that found the razor blades. We'll find out. We'll find out. I'm going to be sad if Ron is the guy that puts (laughs) razor blades in candy. (laughs) So after having dinner with their friends, the Bates family, Ronald, Timothy, and Elizabeth join jim bates and his son on their trick-or-treating run while jim's daughter stays home they had been trick-or-treating for a little while and when they got to a house where they received no answer you know all the kids you know you remember trick-or-treating like you ding dong on a house you ding dong <laughs> you ding dong on a house, <laughs> you, ding <dong> on a house. <laughs> you ring the doorbell and if someone doesn't come right away you're like okay on to the next house so that's pretty much what happened. They get to a house where finally no one answered. Yes. I would like to tell you one little thing real quick. In fifth grade, my friend Nia was dating this boy, Derek, and he was really weird. He sat next to me in class and he would like draw stick figures getting their heads blown off. But she dated him like, you know, like not really. They were like, oh, man, my boyfriend. <laughs> um, and he went trick-or-treating with us and someone didn't answer the door and he opened their front door and was like, hello. And the guy was like, I'm in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> anyways Derek if you're listening I hope you got the help you so needed (laughs) yeah um so yeah it was like I guess it was like the first house or the one house that they didn't get an answer at so the kids ran off but um you know Ronald kind of like trailed behind because the kids were running ahead um but eventually he caught up with the kids like a few minutes later and said that the previously unoccupied house they were actually home and they gave him five 21 inch long pixie sticks. So like I they're those are huge, right? 21 inches. That's like yeah. That way I got a ruler right here. A little less than two feet. This is an 18 inch ruler. Yeah, see, like that's huge. And you got five pixie sticks. He got I want five those. of them. I want and them. back then those were considered like expensive. Like yeah, they're treats. like the houses that give out like full size candy bars. Yes, so that was like the equivalent. And I think he made at one point he made a comment like that, like, "Oh, you got some rich neighbors or something." To Jim Bates, and like had these pixie sticks. Hmm. So the group continued on with their trick or treating before heading back um, at the end of the night to the Bates home. Before uh, Ron and his kids left, they uh, Ronald ended up giving one of the like the daughter Jim's daughter one of the pixie sticks because she didn't come out it was raining that night and I think that's why she stayed home so he ended up giving her one of the pixie sticks before he left to take his kids home for the night 
Okay. Back at home and it's getting close to bedtime, Timothy asked if he could have one piece of candy before going to bed, to which his parents allowed. Timothy chose to eat the pixie stick. Which that would have been me. I'd be like, give me the biggest piece of candy. <laughs> yeah, right before bed. Yeah, they Perfect. said I could have one. Okay. <laughs> Is it, it's like kitty cocaine. That's what they call <laughs> it, right? Yeah, let's give him, let's get him, give him kid cocaine before he falls asleep. He'll never sleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, he struggled to eat the pixie stick because the powder, you remember with pixie sticks, like the powder would get stuck in it. Yeah, yeah. if you put, especially little kids, like put your mouth on the end of it. Right? Yeah, yeah. So he struggled to open it um, and get it out. So Ronald actually helped him loosen the powder by like rolling it in between his hands. Um, once he tried it, Timothy complained that it tasted bitter. Ronald then gave his son some Kool-Aid to wash it down. And like immediately after trying the pixie sticks, Timothy began to complain of a stomach ache. He ran to the bathroom where he began vomiting and convulsing. And then he suddenly just went limp. <gasps> Timothy died in route to the <gasps> hospital less than an hour after consuming the pixie stick. What? No. Oh my God, it was poison. What a fucker. Who does that to children? Well, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, the girl, the girl has sorry. a pixie stick. The, the daughter has a pixie stick. Oh, no. So when Timothy's body was brought to the morgue, the medical examiner noted that he could smell the scent of almonds coming from the boy's mouth, which often is a telltale sign of cyanide poisoning. Yes. And the autopsy would later confirm the medical examiner's suspicion. Upon further testing, it was concluded that Timothy had consumed enough cyanide to t- kill two adults. <gasps> oh my god! Well, twenty-one was- inches worth of pixie sticks, and he was eight, so he was so little. You know, like that oh, poor kid never had a wow. chance. Wow! Oh yeah. my gosh, that's sad. So Timothy's death from Halloween candy obviously raised a huge amount of fear in the community. Many parents in the area of the O'Brien's family had like gone trick-or-treating, ended up turning their candy over to the police because they were scared that it was poisoned as well. Yeah. After hearing that the candy in question, this part is like amazing and makes me believe in God. (laughs) But after hearing that the candy in question was a pixie stick connected to the O'Brien family, oh, I skipped over this part. I guess I must have just scrolled right past it. But so, you know, there was five pixie sticks, right? Yeah. The Bates family children got two. Then Timothy and his sister, Elizabeth, got the other one. And there was one left over. So a trick-or-treater rang his doorbell and Ronald recognized him as someone from his church and gave him the fifth one because he had the extra one. Oh, no. Yeah. Sorry, I must have scrolled right past that. But... After hearing that the candy in question was a pixie stick, the parents of the fifth child frantically began searching his candy, looking for the pixie stick. I guess they remembered that he got it from them. Because I got that candy. I'd be bragging about it. 
yeah and many- I, it's like a, yeah how many people get like pixie sticks like that too? yeah huge yeah, yeah. Uh, how many days after halloween was this because like i don't know if i got a 21 inch pixie stick that's like the first thing i eat oh that would have been go- long gone. you know i, I would have been dead yeah this was honestly probably like the next day okay, okay. the next Pretty day bad. um let's see so they couldn't find it they had no idea where it was they ran to their son's room and he was sleeping with the pixie stick in his hand. He couldn't get it open. Oh, thank God. Oh, it, thank isn't God. Isn't that insane? Like, that like let me go to bed with nuts. this pixie stick, tries to get it open, just sleeps with it instead. Holy shit. Yeah. Isn't that, that is nuts? insane. Yeah. Yeah. Wow um miraculously they get all the pixie sticks back before any of the other kids can eat it because you know if I had a pixie stick that big it'd be on site yes you know what I mean like yeah it's I can't believe none of the other kids tried to eat it I know I guess the parents were like all right you're not going to be on a sugar rush before you go to bed. Right. You can have this tomorrow. I would have liked to see my mom try to get that out of my hand. <laughs> Sarah, you would have died. It would have been my time. <laughs> what a way to go. <laughs> um, so after further inspection, it had been determined that someone had replaced the top two inches of each pixie stick with cyanide and stapled them shut. So that's why this kid couldn't get it open. I did not see a staple. Yeah. Like, I guess, kids, like, are, kids are stupid, right? They don't know. Yeah. Like, the parents, maybe back then, like, weren't checking handy like that. Yeah. You know, why would as you? Thoroughly. Yeah. Why would you yeah. Have to? yeah. According to the pathologist who tested these other pixie sticks, the four had enough cyanide to kill at least three or four adults. yeah what? psychotic yeah so investigators began to question ronald and jim on the events that led up to the poisoning ronald initially told police that he couldn't remember which house he'd gotten the pixie sticks from this was a huge red flag to police because they'd only taken their kids down two blocks mm. yeah because of the weather and I just still can't get over like how weird of a candy it is to get. Yeah, right. It's like because like, they don't make twenty-one inch pixie sticks, so it's like a homemade pixie stick. How do you not remember that? Or I've seen it at like like a, like a M and M store type thing. Like a yeah, but they're huge. Candy. Yeah, yeah. Nobody buys that shit for to hand out on Halloween to kids. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So huge red flag because why wouldn't there's all of these details? Why wouldn't you remember that? Especially because, like, as a result from this pixie stick, your child died. Yes. That wouldn't be like, I know exactly who. <laughs> that's the other. It. That's yeah. the other. Uh, you know, like, there's so many yeah. levels. Um, so after walking the neighborhood with police three times, Ronald somehow finally remembered which house gave him the pixie stick. He wasn't sure the other two times before the third time. <laughs> okay, Ronald. <laughs> He told police he stayed behind at this house when the group ran off and that the owner did come to the door, but he kept the lights off and handed him the five pixie sticks. 
Ronald said he could really only see the man's arm, which he described as hairy. And that was it. Relatable. That uh, narrows down your search. Yeah. The home was owned by a man named Courtney Melvin, who was an air traffic controller. (laughs) On the night of Halloween, he didn't come home from work until about 11 p.m. After 200 people confirmed this, police ruled him out as a suspect. You need 200 people? 200 people. Damn. You just want to be really sure. That's a tight (laughs) alibi. Where were these these police for Adnan? Right? Oh my God. Yeah, some of these, like, where were these guys? Suspicions of Ronald only increased when, after talking to the rest of the homeowners on these blogs, they learned that nobody was giving out pixie sticks. Wait, that is smart, like, go around and say... And ask what candy they gave out? Yeah. I have a question, though. So, like, who originally got the pixie sticks? Was it Timothy? It was Was Ronald. So the kids ran ahead, and Ronald was still, like, behind. You know, like, because when we were... Ronald was the one that... Ronald died? No, No, Ronald's Ronald's the dad. dad. Timothy. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, So, So he claims that some man gave him five pixie sticks to give to kids? Yeah, he like as the kids ran off because they got too excited and didn't want to wait. He said he waited, and this house had a lot of money, and they gave him the pixie sticks, and he caught up with them. Got it. And that's also sketchy too because if he says I waited at this specific house because they have a lot of money, so I can get the good candy for my kids, why wouldn't you remember the house that you waited at while your kids ran ahead? Right, Rebecca, you need to join the police force. Yeah. Um, next job over my dead body (laughs) (laughs) um that uncomfortable sigh (laughs) so after some clearly sketchy behavior from ronald police set their sights on the optician and his past shockingly they discovered that ronald had had 21 jobs over the course of the last 10 years Sounds like that nurse. Rebecca, you did that. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. And he hey. also poisoned people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that should be a new sound effect, guys. Mm-hmm. All of our... That'll be the TikTok together. noise that gets us famous. <laughs> Reminds me of um, grown-ups. Amazing. <laughs> he makes everything amazing. Okay, I'll shut up. Um, around the time of Timothy's poisoning, Texas State Optical had suspected Ronald of stealing and were close to firing him. Ronald's car was about to be repossessed. He had defaulted on several bank loans and the family's home had been foreclosed on. If this wasn't enough, Ronald O'Brien was over $100,000 in debt, which is a little over half a million dollars today. Damn. John list anybody? Seriously. What's he doing? I that's what I was thinking. I was like, what's he spending all this money on? I would that's Pixie, that's pixie sticks. <laughs> it's cyanide. <laughs> Those five pixie sticks really did it in. <laughs> Where does one get cyanide? I'm gonna predict the next part of the story. They searched his house and they found 
thousands of 21 inch pixie sticks with cyanide could you imagine his garage is just filled it's with filled pixie with sticks. Pixie sticks. and that's why he's in so much debt <laughs> his, <laughs> more his terrible illicit pixie stick business <laughs> so the nail in the coffin for ronald though in my opinion anyway he had taken out a ten thousand dollar life insurance policy on not just timothy but elizabeth as well wait who's the I don't know if this is like, cause I don't have kids, so I don't know. You take life insurance policies out on children. I thought you only do that on old people. I think you can take an insurance policy. I could take an insurance policy out on you. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it just doesn't seem yourself. like, I guess so. But it, that just doesn't seem like a good idea. Like, I don't know who takes life insurance policies out on children. Yeah. Maybe I'm hey, just like dense kids are about not it. Not that resilient, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, or maybe they do, and I'm just clueless. I think I, I mean, I, I the base of a, like the idea of a life insurance policy isn't sketchy, right? It's smart. It's like you know, life is terrible and terrible things happen. And then like and think about ha- it, and too. then you have to pay for everything, you know? Like, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It probably pays for a funeral if you, God forbid, ever did lose yeah. your child yeah um and then a month before timothy's death he took an additional twenty thousand dollars on each of them that's it that's it when they up the policy yeah right before something happens yep so sketchy totaled sixty thousand dollars which i think i did the math right i could be totally wrong but it would be around one hundred and sixty four thousand dollars today Ooh not a good look yeah upon their investigation of ronald's belongings they found all of his bills calculated on a piece of like the adding like the calculator tape Mm -hmm. and found that the amount added up like almost matched exactly how much they'd be getting if their children died oh (laughs) too soon bud yeah Police also learned that the morning after Timothy died, Ronald called his insurance company to inquire about collecting the policy he had taken out on his son. Ooh, Shut the morning up. after? The morning after. That's what I mean. Like, not even just like the next On night, All Saints Day? Not, not even a full 24 hours. True, Rebecca. <laughs> Come on. Not on All Saints Day. Oh, uh, it stresses me out when you guys make biblical things. Yeah. <laughs> catholic jokes i feel left out (laughs) the day after halloween is all saints day i thought religious people don't celebrate halloween oh i've been celebrating same (laughs) maybe a little too much yeah um ronald's wife maintained that she had no idea that he had taken out these insurance policies on their kids either um if all this wasn't enough, which is, it's a lot already. Yeah. It's a lot already. He piled it up there. <laughs> yeah. Police eventually learned that Ronald had gone to a chemical supply store to buy cyanide very shortly before Halloween. And all right. <laughs> I just picture him going to like tractor supply. I don't even know. What, like, like you got cyanide here or? Yeah, or no. <laughs> Yeah, like who if keeps anyone asked me for that, I'd be like, what? Yeah. Like, what yeah. else do you use it for? 
that's how you know I'm way too obsessed with like true crime stuff. I don't even know what else you use cyanide for besides to, to kill people. Let me well, let me not Google this on my work computer. Hold on. Oh, I literally just did. Um this group okay, but like what do you use it for? Where can it like be does found? it kill like weeds or something? Um in manufacturing, mm-hmm. cyanide is used to make paper, textiles, and plastics. Hmm. It says it can also be found in cigarette smoke, vehicle exhaust, spinach, oh. bamboo shoots, almonds, lima beans, fruit pits, and tapioca. And they but use I guess- cyanide gas to exterminate pests and vermins in ships and buildings. Wow. Okay. Um, why do the chain smokers have a song called Cyanide? <laughs> <laughs> All right. They're artsy. <laughs> They're so artsy. Um, he didn't end up buying any there because the only available amount to purchase was five pounds. Too much or not enough? I don't know. That's like, that's how they <laughs> phrased it on Wikipedia. And I was like, is it because it was too much or wasn't enough? yeah i think I it was too much i feel because like if <laughs> it's in a pixie stick right and the boy yeah. ate enough to kill two adults it's not a five pound pix- pixie stick that's yeah. a, maybe it was too much it has to be too much i would have to be too much <laughs> he only filled five pix- pixie sticks that's why we keep you around rebecca you're the smart one <laughs> <laughs> barely <laughs> so how long, I want to ask your opinion, how long do you think this all took to put together? Like, between the time that the murder happened to them arresting a suspect, how long do you think it took? Far too long. I'm going to say, well, I mean, they also got an alibi for that one guy. Like, they, they talked to 200 people. Mm-hmm. He, was, was he, he was ruled out quick. So, like, I'm going to say, like, two weeks. I say six days. Five days. Oh, that's amazing. Literally five days. In five days on November 5th, they arrested Ronald. I have a question. All these people are Caucasian? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I guess things are adding up. Yeah. And also, (laughs) it involves a child and pixie sticks, two things that people do not like to be messing around with. Yeah. Yeah. No one's laying a finger on my pixie stick. So during the trial, an acquaintance of Ronald, who was a chemist, claimed that Ronald had called him in the summer of 1973 to ask how much cyanide would be fatal. (laughs) A chemical supply salesman also testified that Ronald asked him how to purchase cyanide. Friends and fellow coworkers of Ronald testified that in the months before Timothy's death, Ronald showed a, quote, unusual interest in cyanide and talked about how much it would take to kill someone um so many red flags yeah no one no one was concerned leading up to that like it's like all just silly ronald asking all these questions about cyanide again he loves his science yeah like could you imagine if someone came up to us at work and was like how much cyanide do you think would kill somebody i'd be like but like "Um, more specifically like a child yeah that's scary yeah that's weird um on the day of timothy's funeral 
Ronald's brother and sister-in-law claimed that he spoke about using the insurance money from Timothy's death to buy things and take a long vacation. What? Are you kidding me? I thought this was motive for like paying off his debts, but he's just going to continue to be irresponsible he's a psycho money. yeah oh my god this is really it literally reminds me of like john list yeah mm-hmm. it, it does yeah yeah i don't know but he he was i mean they're both arranged in different ways but like john list was like jesus salvation this guy is just fucking crazy and wants yeah. money yeah yeah he has a spending problem yeah wait <laughs> what about the least. daughter what about the daughter is she still in their care yeah well the wife claims that she has nothing to do with it and you know that was literally what i was about to say next is that some of the most like damning testimony came from his wife and she testified against him and said that she timothy didn't even choose to eat the pixie stick and ronald actually forced him to eat it what so like he didn't ask to like have candy before bed he was like yo eat this giant pixie stick before you go to sleep yeah Mm mm-hmm Wow. that's what his wife said yeah and he only did it to his son not his daughter well he gave all of them pixie sticks i guess he just but that something must have happened where timothy just he was only just like was it. yeah that's so fucked up though that he gave it to other children mm-hmm. as well like yeah like, yeah i like mean he didn't have insurance policy out on his friends kids or like exactly yeah he was just gonna kill three random other children yeah Please. damn so on top of this ronald maintained his innocence the entire time <laughs> okay bro his defense rested mainly on the urban legend of a mad prisoner who had handed out candy that was poisoned or had caramel apples with razor blades in them so that's where that whole other story stems from with the razor blades yeah i've heard i've heard it with like apples yeah yeah yep someone gave me an apple on halloween i throw it at him get out of here like bobbing for apples no maybe filthy (laughs) we not post-covid you saw the picture of me bobbing for apples in my pumpkin costume that you claimed was a tomato (laughs) me I think it was Allie. She was like, bro, this is a tomato. And I was yeah, like, Yeah, it looks no, like a tomato outfit. It's I a the pumpkin. tomato outfit. I gotta find it. Keep it talking. Was a Sussex County costume. <laughs> Pro- Got it honestly, at the dollar store. Honestly, Grammy probably made it. Oh. Um so Ronald never revealed where and when he got the cyanide, and police could never figure it out. And investigators do believe that the reason he gave the cyanide candy sticks or yeah pixie sticks to other kids was to just cover his tracks oh yeah be like oh look they all died yeah like oh that is messed up yeah that is yep um and i thought this was really interesting too i didn't put it in here but he wore a raincoat and had the pixie sticks like hidden (gasps) in the sleeves of his like raincoat that gave me chills i don't know why that's so that's like extra devious for no reason that's what you know they said in the trial anyway but the trial itself garnered a lot of attention and eventually ronald was dubbed the candy man on june 3rd 1975 
a jury took all of 46 minutes to deliver a guilty verdict yeah. upon Ronald. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love Me too. that. Like, how much more evidence do you need? Yeah, yeah. seriously. He was found guilty of capital murder and four counts of attempted murder. The jury then took 71 min- minutes to sentence him to death. Good. <laughs> His wife also files for divorce, thank God, and yeah. later remarried a man who would also end up adopting her daughter Elizabeth as his own oh yeah Lizzie so at the time of Ronald's sentencing men who were sentenced to death were confined to I think it was Ellis one unit near Huntsville Texas a former chaplain of the Texas Department of Justice said Ronald was shunned and despised by his fellow death row inmates for killing his own innocent child. Oh, he, yeah. I was going to say, if he was put in, like, gen pop, they would have killed him for them. The inmates? Who listen to you, gen pop? Gen pop. Watch, Do you watch Orange is the New Black? Yeah, I watch a lot of prison <laughs> shows. <laughs> um. The inmates, I thought this was so funny. The inmates actually petitioned to hold an organized demonstration on the day of Ronald's execution to express their hatred of him. Oh my God. They were probably like, can we all watch him die? <laughs> like, what? That is amazing. So, Ronald's execution date was set for <clears throat> August 8th. Is that a sneeze? Yeah. Sorry. Bless you. Bless, bless you. Bless me. <laughs> Ronald's execution date was set for August 8th, 1980. However, his attorney successfully petitioned for a stay of execution, which is like, what does that mean? They, they don't, you don't, they put it off, which is crazy to me because I hear all the time how that's like almost impossible to do. And this was Texas and he killed his child, you know, (laughs) he was white. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. They also allergies. They also do it a lot when they're like, oh, there's like more evidence. Oh, like, oh, we might petition this to get a yeah. life sentence instead of the death penalty. Yeah. yeah. Gross. So it was moved to May 25th, 1982. And then this date also got postponed. After postponing his carrying out his death sentence five times, Ronald was finally executed by lethal injection on March 31st, 1984. For his last meal, he ordered steak. Oh my god! Imagine that justice. I was gonna say they should have they should have killed him with cyanide. That would have been like such justice. Karma. Yeah. So he ordered. This is a better meal than I have in on most days. Steak, French fries, corn, sweet peas, a salad, iced tea, saltines, rolls, and a Boston cream pie. Did I tell you my amazing idea, but then I found out it's already taken? And the oh, person who did it did it really bad. I wanted to make a cookbook of like famous prisoners' last meals. Mm. Like a novel. You should. Book, but I looked and like it's already been done, but like in like Microsoft Word. Like you should do it. You should do it anyway. That'd be cool. Just pick different killers. Sell it and you could sell it right? on Etsy. It's yeah. like the serial killer coloring books. Yes. Yeah. Copyright. Don't edit. Don't any of the three people listening take this idea, yeah. or just edit, or just edit it out so they won't take your intellectual property. <laughs> That's a better idea. <laughs> Always looking out for you. Thank you. So, Ronald's last words were 
what is about to transpire in a few moments is wrong. However, we as human beings do not do make mistakes and errors. This execution is one of those wrongs, yet doesn't mean our whole system of justice is wrong. Therefore, I would forgive all who have taken part in any way in my death. Also, to anyone I have offended in any way during my 39 years, I pray and ask your forgiveness, just as I forgive anyone who offended me in any way. And I pray and ask God's forgiveness for all of us respectively as human beings. To my loved ones, I extend my undying loves. To those close to me, know in your hearts, I love you one and all. God bless you all and may God's best blessings be always yours. Ronald C. O'Brien. P.S. During my time here, I have been treated well by TDC personnel. Like, what? Bro, I'm glad he's dead. I'm glad he's dead. Same. I hope that he was really glad to go to hell and not see Jesus after that, too. Yeah. Because that's the thing, too, is like, I never, like, you're a pastor at a church and you're like, yeah, killing my son is fine. <laughs> I can't. I, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, God. Yeah, it's, it's better off without Mr. Ronald. That's O'Brien. scary. Creepy. Very creepy. And this is just like one final little note. During his execution, 300 demonstrators, some in costumes, gathered outside the prison and cheered while yelling trick-or-treat and throwing candy. Dead. Kind of weird. That's creepy. So that's the story Mm. of uh, the man who killed Halloween. And his son. Wow. That's intense. That and I didn't like that. I promised to all my neighbors the bucket of candy I have outside to the best of my knowledge has no cyanide in it. And I have eaten about half of it myself. So, and you look fine. And I'm alive. Yeah. Yeah. For now. <laughs> yeah. Damn. That was a, that was a sad one. I wasn't sure you can cut this part out. And when I found it on Wikipedia, they referred to him as the man who killed Halloween and also the candy man. But there's also another killer named the candy man. And he was like a serial killer that killed a lot of people. Oh. So I wasn't sure. I hate, again, I hate when they associate happy make- things. I don't know. I don't like it when they associate, associate like happy things with kill. Like I love candy. Why are we calling a serial killer the candy man? And I just don't like when they give them cool names. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, like the Night Stalker. That's a pretty yeah. fucking cool name, to be honest. Yeah, that is a cool one. The Zodiac Killer. One. Yeah. Why can't we name him like Poo Poo Magoo or some shit like that? Yeah. It's like embarrassing. <laughs> like that's embarrassing. Poo Poo Magoo. Yeah. Poo Poo Magoo. Damn. Well. Well, he did a lovely job. Yeah, that was great. Thank you. I heard. Hope- Timothy is watching his father from heaven burn in hell. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to say that was festive because it's not like festive, but it was timely. It was was timely. Yeah. It was timely. Let's get it, sisters. (laughs) Bye. 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 Resources for this episode include wikipedia.com, aetv.com, and investigationdiscovery.com. Thank you.
chair. 